Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Holy Zaida. Uh, Johnny Davis and Dio. Wow. Dio. Uh, Holy Diver is the original song, uh, which I totally knew and did not just have to listen to that song. Got Ronnie James Dio over here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you were saying before we recorded, you could like hear young Jack Black. Like, just being irreversibly his brain matter being reformed from listening to Dio because everything yeah. is, but I mean you know there was there were plenty of singers like that from them but there was yeah. I was like damn Jack Black's killing the Dio yeah for sure well I am Jack uh, O'Brien not black uh, you are Miles not black but gray yeah half black which gets there you to you gray there it is and we are here to tell you what is trending mm-hmm Mushroom is trending. Uh, is there like a soup recipe? What are we dealing oh, with? Are yep. people microdosing? What's nope, happening? it's oh god, it's what you imagine. Donald Trump is president, and mushroom oh. is trending because that's what's happening. Did he set off a nuclear explosion. Well, mm, no. You remember Stormy Daniels described the toadstool storm form of president's oh no nether parts um so stephanie grisham former press secretary has a book out and like it's the kind of book you're like man fuck it you really just were like fuck it you just want to know some dumb shit this is not really consequential like we they averted a nuclear war and shit it's all stuff like you know uh there was a guy who they call the music man like there are one handler of trump's was designated music man and that would be a person who would have to play his favorite show tunes, including Memory from Cats, to pull him from the brink of rage. This is what she's alleging in this book. Serious? Yes. There's and also would shit he, like... Would they, like, kind of stroke his forehead? Like, he would lay down on their lap, and he would they would stroke his forehead while they played the song for him? There, I don't... Dude, there's, there is so much stuff. There was, like, he was, like, ogling staffers. Apparently, he... The reason no. why the mushroom thing happened is um that essentially he had like basically like called her from air force one to inform her that it wasn't true that the mushroom allegation from stormy daniels like he called her to like it's not true it's not true at all just you know and it's like okay fool like what um then there's like another one where he like got tough with putin like in japan but he said before the like before they went on camera. He apparently told Putin, allegedly said, I'm going to act a little tougher with you for a few minutes, but it's for the cameras. And after they leave, we'll talk. You understand? When he was wow. like, don't meddle in the election. If you remember that thing that he said, yeah, that was for show. He hit a colonoscopy appointment because of his toxic masculinity. You can already imagine what he thought would happen <laughs> if people would, knew. Like, be good for people to see like the half of the country that voted for him that like, Oh man, he he does it. Like maybe I should do it too. Like probably would have been the one thing he did during his presidency that helped people the most, well, letting this them was, know that he got a colonoscopy. Well, this was a thing where he took a weird trip to Walter Reed, and everyone's like, "Uh oh, Daddy's brain's going, or something's happening." It, he was getting a colonoscopy. I remember, like, this was like another one of those stories where they're like, "What's what's he doing at Walter Reed?" He he was just hiding it because he he didn't want to be the butt of the joke. You are hiding a ch- colonoscopy. Uh, a, an appointment. <laughs> yes. 
that this feels like a book that was written after two glasses of wine, like that sort of just like messy ass gossip. Yeah. Kind of. I, I, I do love it. The other part is he used to cut his own hair. I mean, that's like some. They say cutting his own hair, which is a big ass scissors. (laughs) Quote, (laughs) Trump carries around, quote, a huge pair of scissors that could probably cut a ribbon at an opening. Yo, like you said, huge. This is a direct quote from the book. A huge pair of scissors that could probably cut a ribbon at an opening of one of his properties. I think those are shears at that point. Yeah. And he uses it to cut his hair? I don't know. This is truly. Amazing. I, this might be the first Trump book that I have to read since since fear by Bob Woodward. <laughs> All right. Well, shout out to uh, Stephanie Grisham. Yeah, I did getting that see check. the headline. Just yeah, bunch of people just grifting off of each other, and she's like, "Well, fuck it. I'm just gonna say all this dumb shit that I saw." Uh, proving that I am a elder millennial, I saw the headline about a Grisham book, and I thought it was John. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, he's back with a legal thriller about Donald Trump's uh, mushroom-shaped penis. All right, Lakers are trending because they are not fucking around this season, at least not when it comes to uh, the vaccine. Um, I, I have a feeling this has something to do with the leader of their team being the most powerful person in professional sports. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Frank Vogel. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, <laughs> LeBron James. And I mean, I remember he was a little bit. He's been cagey. Either, he was like cagey Nick. about he's the. Cagey he like was Nicholas. cagey like Nicholas uh, yeah. when it came to the vaccine. Maybe that was just him, you know, knowing that if he just left it in a gray area for long enough, uh, Kyrie would eventually be consumed by the darkness. Uh, but he now uh the team is 100% vaxxed yeah which has to feel good uh as a laker fan yeah i mean i think especially when you look at other teams where people are like i'm not doing it or people are like i need a religious exemption they're like nope yeah um, okay, how about it, now? <laughs> it, i know like it's i was also reading a tweet from um arash markazi shout out to him we went to the same elementary school now a great sports journalist at the la times um he was like pointing out a fact he's like despite that he said like the sentiment around the team is like not many people are really going to go out there full force and like do a psa for this shit either right so there's like this very weird because you'd also hope that they could be like yo what the like come on take the league with you be like hey hey hey, come on what the fuck are we doing here just right. get the, just get the jab here we go um but the only jab they're fucking with is a jab step looks like that's right um it also i do wonder if the not bringing the entire league along with them serves as somewhat of a competitive advantage. Okay, could um, you? Oh my god! Just a weird look. We won a bubble title, and then the next one was like, "Well, you know, like half the players like <laughs> just didn't get on board with vaccines, and you're playing very depleted squads." Well, I mean, you know. I don't know. Uh, NBA heads, tell us what you think. Um, I like that uh, this is the third story uh, in <laughs> in trending after Mushroom and Lakers. We have Julian Assange because it has been revealed that the CIA was plotting to kidnap and assassinate Julian Assange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's... Rendition, do it all. Spy on him and the lawyers. I mean, yeah, well, whatever you think of Julian Assange, it just shows like 
this is what happens when you blow whistles and shit. The things right. that happen, and uh, you know, it's it's a it's a very similar pattern. Um, but I mean, like with this one, this is a very this is a big. I think Thorne, I think Trump was like also very heavily featured in the discussions with the CIA as it related to this. Um, so yeah, just a, just a quick thing. Oh yeah. The CIA was just plotting to do that. Just so you know, that's yeah. what's happening. Anyways, shout out to the CIA, I guess really, uh, <laughs> just doing the, doing, doing the thing, thing that most people don't realize. It's like, yeah, that's part of, uh, you know, I mean, again, I think people have many different opinions on Julian Assange, but just looking very narrowly at the act of whistleblowing and then your life being in jeopardy or being put in jail or, you know, having your life ruined, like many countless others uh, who have, you know, exposed things that the U S government was doing. It's just, that's a, that, that, that pattern that we have, I think is something that I think Americans aren't fully grasping all the time. Yep. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And the question is being asked uh, whether the next uh, 007 be a woman. And Daniel Craig uh, has said it should not be a woman. (laughs) (laughs) The movie's producers also agree, but I don't, I don't know. It's, I mean, yeah. Also someone had a tweet. who's like, why are we in the year 2021? fucking arguing about like trying to figure out who the next bond is it's like figuring out the, who the next iron sides is gonna be and i was like <laughs> shit yeah that, that's kind of an interesting reference but yeah it's like just fucking make a new story up i think that's yeah. like the one thing th- these development people in the studios refuse to do is go what about a new idea what about a right. new set of ideas rather than relying on things that were like well if we just rinse this thing out and reuse it then it will make x amount of dollars Right. Let's see. Misinformation on TikTok has gotten so bad uh, that unpaid influencers are taking it upon themselves to fight back against it. TikTok really seems like it is poised to do a lot of damage out here because of just how completely frictionless it is. It like Mm -hmm. takes all the things that are, you know, the hiddenness, uh, having a stream of media that is just like tailored specifically to you and you don't know what other people are getting. You don't really even know what you're getting. It takes all of that and like kind of cranks it up. And the fact that there would be a lot of misinformation in there is not surprising, but it does seem pretty dangerous. So a report came out last month from the Institute of Strategic Dialogue suggesting that TikTok, which is now neck and neck with YouTube for watch time, uh, and absolutely destroying platforms like Instagram is not doing enough to remove troubling content from the platform. No. And it's, it seems like when they, when they do remove stuff, it's like things that are like, have like some kind of like social justice bend or other things too. It's like, well, don't show like uh like police brutality stuff like yeah. on here too. Like this is, this is to sort of keep people in a milky bath of not giving a fuck mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. anything yeah. except for what's happening on TikTok. But yeah, I can, we constantly see, I mean, I always see like random TikToks being pulled, like in articles talking about, you know, extremism and like, they're just there. They're not like captured 
you know, for posterity clips. Like, no, that's still cooking on TikTok right now. Yeah. Yeah. The study uh, actually identified 312 videos promoting white supremacy, which was 30% of the sample of videos that they looked for. Um, so, wow. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, in fact, it's terrifying and very bad. And what, like- yeah, I, do you think we'll ever, I mean, this is just like a stupid question, but I feel like is, is it possible we'll ever really arrive at that point where you go, all right, that's it. We got to unplug this shit. I don't you know? know, but it's just, it's hard because it's not up to just one old cranky stepdad to do it. Right. You know, there's just, there are many banks involved and money being made. Right. Cause it's just this wild where- that at the end of the day, everything's just about. How long can we get this motherfucker to stare at this by any means necessary? And if that means we trigger some kind of societal collapse, then so be it. But we're going to damn sure get them with that watch time. Yeah. Miracle Whip. Yeah. Is trending because Yvette Nicole Brown's recipe for tuna salad is drawing some some criticism. Yeah. She was talking about potato salad and someone asked her about tuna salad and she said, her recipe is solid albacore tuna, relish, miracle whip, hard-boiled egg, salt, lots of pepper. And I said, egg? I said, miracle whip? I said, fucking relish? Relish? Yeah. No. No. Let's just keep it simple. You know, I and I understand there are a lot of people who had other really interesting, like, recipes. But when it, for me personally, because that shit is going on a sandwich or, like, a you know, tuna melt, what have you. Yeah, I can't have all that other shit in there. What I just do you, can't. You're just straight mayo I'll, and tuna? I'll do uh, QP mayo, Japanese mayonnaise. I'll uh-huh. do uh, white pepper, uh, a little bit of salt. The mayonnaise brings enough salt quality to it. I don't typically over salt it. And then very finely, if I want to, very finely cut like green onion. I'll, I'll kind of sprinkle that in there just to give, okay. just to kick it up a notch. But other than that, I just keep it real simple. I like a little mustard thrown in. You ever fuck with sure. uh, yeah, tuna with a little mustard? I do that um, with my egg salad. I actually think this sounds great. Uh, I'm a fan of Miracle Whip. Uh, I don't you like mind. Miracle? I do. Yeah, It's so sweet. So, yeah, it's my grandma used to make turkey sandwiches that had like big old hunks of red onion, turkey, and then Miracle Whip. And I don't like red onion and I don't like Miracle Whip and but I don't particularly like turkey. This vehicle, delivery vehicle, it's the best. It was, it was the best. And it's almost definitely just because it was my grandma making it for me. I was yeah. like five years old. It was like I only got it at her like house by uh, the shore. So like it was just a sense memory. But I, I will still fuck with Miracle Whip. It's funny. I, my, cause my grandmother also uh, made a turkey sandwich that I loved. But it, she would make it on like that fucking like nine hundred like fifteen grain bread. Right. Then I'm like, ah! <laughs> I'm like it's just all fucking weird and crunchy and shit. But like to your point, with the with the grandmother's love, I was like, mm. it's my favorite sandwich. Yeah. And I remember anytime I would always, and I would never eat twelve grain bread or wheat bread as a kid, on, in the, only in that very narrow context. But she would use best foods mayonnaise on that shit. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to grandmas. Uh, All right. That is going to do it for us this afternoon. We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. We will talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.